Greetings, family. Welcome to the Healthy Black Love Podcast, where we support each other as we navigate our way to healthier romantic relationships. I'm your host and fellow navigator, Dr. Drea. Each episode, we will focus on self-work as a change agent in our lives. Self-work is the process of cultivating your own growth and healing. The more you take ownership of where you are and where you want to be, the more you and your partner can navigate your relationship in a healthy direction. Please be aware that although this podcast includes mental health information, it is not a replacement for individual or marriage therapy. With that being said, let's get started. Hello, Black people. Thank you for joining me for episode 18 of the Healthy Black Love podcast. So if you've been keeping up with the episodes, you know that I just released one two days ago, and that episode was about prioritizing our relationships over money and career. As promised, this is the follow-up to that. I don't want to just stop with money and career. So this episode is going to focus on prioritizing our relationship over other relationships. Socially, we have these other relationships that we have in our life. They may be our relationships with our parents or family members. They may be relationships with our friends, coworkers. We may be involved in organizations such as church, sororities, fraternities, We also may be doing community service through other organizations. So there are many things that we could be involved in. We may, you know, we may play a sport that we go and just bowl or play volleyball or whatever it is that we do basketball on a regular basis. And so there's so many ways to have relationships with people. So now that we've talked about Okay, we want to make sure that we spend time working on and building and developing our relationships in our life, you know, the people in our life that we care about more than money or more than our career. Let's also talk about how our main relationship, you know, our romantic relationship, how that needs to be prioritized over the other relationships that we have. That doesn't mean that we don't spend time with other people. Um, That does not mean that we don't also develop and build those relationships. But I think that one thing that happens sometimes is that we start to take our romantic relationship for granted. That person is there. They're available. They care about us. We may live with them if we're married or we just live together. Because we get to see that person often or because we know that person's there for us, sometimes we don't spend as much time with them as we should. And sometimes we feel more obligated to other things in our lives. Um, As somebody, I am a member of a sorority. And so I can say that with Black sororities, yeah, you know, there's, if you're active, there are so many things to do. There's always initiatives that we are trying to accomplish. And so that can get very busy and that can distract you away from the relationship you have with your spouse or with your significant other. If you're part of church, you know, I grew up in a very, I I talk about this, I grew up in a very religious household and my mom constantly went to church. And so she would come home from work and go immediately to church. So we weren't getting much of her time. It could be also kids. I think, you know, for those of us who are married and have kids or even are in a relationship and have children, 
those needs of the kids always seem so pressing. And if your kids that are a certain age and they're in sports or in dance or doing a bunch of extracurricular activities, it can seem like all you're doing is taking them from one activity to the next. And that can also get in the way of that quality time with your spouse or with your significant other. You may have relationships with your friends. You may have like boys that you hang out with. These are, you know, your homeboys or best friends or uh, female friends, your homegirls, your best friends that you hang out with. Maybe you guys have a certain schedule where you guys get together a certain amount of time. It may be football season or basketball season or one of the seasons sports wise where you want to hang out with your friends and watch the games. You may be betting on games. So there's all these reasons why you can get really caught up with other people and not spend enough time with your significant other. And so like I could be here all day long trying to provide examples, but I think you guys get the picture. I found just in my research that a lot of women get frustrated because they feel like their husband or the man in their life won't date them, won't spend enough time with them. And the guy's like, hey, you know, I'm hanging out with my boys. I'm doing this. I'm not doing anything wrong. I just always don't want to take you out on a date or whatever the reason is. Um, And it happens. Like some, you know, some couples are really, really close and you see them like hang out together a lot. And then others are not. The reality is, is that there is no one mold. We can't force people to be like other people. So I don't want to encourage you guys to try to push your mate to try to be like someone else because, you know, they're always together or whatever. You got to figure out what works for your relationship. Some people need a lot of alone time or time to process things with friends or things like that. But we also cannot neglect each other. We can't. Um, I am going to do a series on the five love languages in the near future. I haven't exactly decided what week I'm going to do it. But it is coming up and I am plotting for it. We have to realize that people have different ways that they give and receive love. If you are denying your mate the love that they need via the way they like to be loved most, they can definitely feel neglected. And anytime you feel neglected, that's a bad space to be in. Because once you feel neglected, it's easy at that point to go from complaining or, or even not saying anything, just kind of tolerating it, to then making other decisions, you know, deciding maybe is, this isn't a relationship I want to be in, deciding maybe you want to be with someone else, it's to start to just really think negatively about the relationship or about the end of the relationship. So we don't want that to happen. We want to make sure that we are constantly pouring into our relationship, as I talked about last time. And so you remember last time I talked about how I'm bad with plants and how if you want a plant and you want a plant to survive and grow, you have to water that plant. You have to get that plant sunlight if the plant is one of the plants that like sunlight. You have to, sometimes people talk to the plants and have a relationship with the plant like that. Like you got to, you know, pay attention to the plant. It's not going to just survive on its own. So I'm not a plant person, but I am a pet person. And so I have a cat. And actually, she just meowed in the background, so I'm not sure if that's going to show up on the recording of this. But yeah, with my cat, like I can't just have her in the house and never talk to her, never feed her, never play with her. First of all, she's not going to let me because cats are like, look, you're going <laughs> to you're gonna do what we want you to do. But if I just didn't do anything for this cat, she would die. I have to pour into her if I want her to survive and if I want her to be healthy. 
and I want her to thrive. We want our relationships to thrive. So we have to be careful about not just focusing on our relationships as a whole, but also prioritizing that special someone. I think there's also a lot of people who struggle with obligations to their family. And so for those of you who grew up in very enmeshed, very close families, sometimes that can be a difficulty. That can be a barrier when it comes to your significant other because you may have a mother or father or a family member or a group of family (laughs) members that are expecting you to always be there for them, expecting you to cater to them expecting for them to be first in your life over your mate. They may expect for you to do things for them, like take them places, borrow money, come to every single gathering that they're having, even if that is in conflict with something that you're trying to do with your significant other. So yeah, there are families that make it very difficult for you to spend time with your special someone or to be close with them. Because families believe that, hey, you know, you're from our family. You have to give us your very best. And the reality is, is that's not true. (laughs) That is not true. Like, we don't owe our families anything. And if you are in a family that makes you feel like you owe them something, I'm not saying anything negative about your, your people. They may be great people, but they're being manipulative. Okay? If you are an adult, you get to choose. Like, when you're a child... Yeah, you got to do what your family says or whatnot because you're underneath, you know, they're covering your underneath their home, whatever it is. But once you become adult, like you get to choose what you want in relationships. And if those family bonds are toxic or they are preventing you from being able to be your best self, you get to choose if you need to back away from that a bit. Don't allow your mother or father or some other family member, aunt, uncle, whoever, don't allow those people to kill the things in your life that are special to you, such as your romantic relationship. Now, if they are helping because this relationship is very toxic and you need to get out of it, that's one thing. But if you are in a healthy relationship with a significant other, then don't let other people get in the way of that. Even if it is a mother, father, like you are not obligated to your mom just because your mom birthed you and was there for you the first 18 years of your life. Like, I love my mom. I respect my mom. I make sure I call her. I make sure that she's okay. But she doesn't get to decide how my romantic relationship is going to go. At the end of the day, I am going to protect my romantic relationship from, you know, her meddling into it. For those of you who come from those kind of families where there's this pressure and they have something to say, be careful. I once dated a guy who his family spoke very negatively about him. In dating him and being around him, I had my own frustrations. And the one thing that I do feel bad about, like I do feel like I made a mistake, is that I started to let that energy affect me and influence me. So as they had negative things to say about him. And the things they were saying were true. It wasn't like they were just making up things. (laughs) I mean, the behaviors, they were accurate about the behaviors, but by them speaking about it in such a negative way and me being in that environment, then I started using the same language. And so I started killing my relationship. And in the long run, that relationship needed to be killed. (laughs) I hate to say it, but it's true. One thing I learned from that is that I have to be careful about what I say about the person I'm with 
and that I don't jump on the bandwagon when other people like family members start to complain or start to think negatively or say negative things about the person I'm with. Like I have to support that person. I need to be there for them. I need to believe the best in them. And if I can't believe the best in them anymore, then I need to rethink the relationship. But walking around with them and adding to that negative language, that negative thought process that was only detrimental to me. It was not helping my relationship with him at all. If you are someone who has found yourself in that type of situation, if you're still in that situation right now, I encourage you to change your language right now and start to distance yourself a bit from those people and not meaning like not talk to them, but just meaning like, okay, if you're going to start having these conversations, I'm going to walk into a different room or I'm not going to participate or I'm actually going to speak up and say something positive about this person. Be careful because it's so easy to get sucked into that kind of behavior. It's so easy, especially when you're frustrated. You know, we all get frustrated. We all get tired. And it's so easy when you're in those spaces of being frustrated and tired. And when I say that, it's not even just frustrated and tired about your relationship. You can be frustrated and tired about your job, about other things in life. And we're in that space where you're not feeling the greatest about whatever it is. It is so easy to jump on those negative bandwagons. I today went to the spa because I'm doing some self-care. And after my massage, I was just like in this great place, like mentally, it's feeling good. And I sat down in like the waiting area where, you know, you can kind of hang out before and after your services. And there was this lady that was there and she was there with her daughter. She was having to fill out the form that they make you fill out. The One of the people who worked there was kind of standing over her trying to explain, I guess, why she had to complete the form for her child who was also with her. Now, the child was not a tiny child. It was like a teenager, I guess, because that was her mother and she was under 18. Maybe the mom either had to fill it out or whatnot. And the whole time, like, the mom is, like, complaining, like, well, why does she need to do this? And, you know, why does she need to do that? And she doesn't have all this. And why do I have to fill out this? And the minute I, like, started hearing her, like, do that for a few minutes, I was like, let me get up and go into a different section. Because I'm not about to let this negative energy (laughs) that this lady has You're at the spot. Chill out. Just do whatever they asked you to do. It's simple. Everybody has to fill out these forms and move on. Enjoy your relaxing day with your child. I I was there for a couple minutes. And then after a while, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to be in this space because I don't want that kind of energy to rub off on me. And energy transfers. It transfers. So we have to be careful. And that's not just with our family, but even with our friends. If your friends are negatively talking about your relationship, your man, your woman, your whatever, then you need to really think about, do you need to continue talking to these people about this person? Is this good? This is not healthy for your relationship to sit there and watch your friends or your family members or even their friends or their family members talk negatively about the person you love and the person you're in a relationship with. I just have to say that because I found myself plenty of times sucked into that. Those spaces of being frustrated or something happening and then next thing you know, I'm speaking negatively. And I am killing my relationship. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And it's true. So we either can manifest what we want and speak on it and make it work and develop it or we can kill it and one of the ways to kill it is to speak negatively on it so we are going to not kill our relationships not especially when they're healthy we are going to develop those relationships we are going to build them we are going to 
cultivate and care for them. And by doing so, we are going to have the relationships that we desire, the love we desire in our lives, right? So we are going to make sure we're prioritizing um, our romantic relationship, our wife, our husband, our boyfriend, girlfriend, over some of these other relationships so that they're not feeling neglected, right? We're going to speak positively and we're going to make sure we make time for them and that all of our time is not spent trying to make money and trying to build a career. Yes, those things are great. But at the end of the day, we are moving towards love. We are moving towards having connections, having bonds. I know that society will tell you like, well, why are you trying to be in this relationship? Like there's so much more to life than just being in a relationship. Like you don't have to have a wife. You don't have to have a husband. You don't have to be with someone. You can just be alone and be fine. And yes, I've spent plenty of time in my life as a single person without a significant other or even without dating. I'm all for taking time to be with yourself. And I do think that after relationships, you should take some time to be with yourself, to get to know yourself again, to take care of yourself, to heal from the wounds, to get rid of the the baggage and not carry that from relationship to relationship. Completely agree. But then also we were made to be relational creatures. You know, we're not made to be islands, so we shouldn't just isolate ourselves And if we want love in our life, if we want connection in our life, there's nothing wrong with seeking that out. There's nothing wrong with being excited about having that and pouring into it when we have it. I just say that because I want to clarify that this podcast is not about saying that relationships is all you need to have. Love is all you need to have. But love is amazing. Why wouldn't you want to have it? right? It makes you feel good. I know I am a much better person when I am in love and when I'm in relationship than I am when I'm single. Single me is cool. Single me is cool. Single Drea, she's straight. But in love, Drea is kind and soft and giving and nurturing. And love, Drea is the Drea that gives you this podcast, okay? So so I know I've seen myself in different phases of my life. And when I am in something healthy and something good, I'm so much better of a person. And I like that person. And when I'm not, when I'm in something and I'm not a better person, like I'm a worse person, most times it's because the relationship is toxic and I need to get the, you know, H-E double hockey sticks out of there. (laughs) I'm going to end here, but I just want to, again, encourage you to prioritize your relationship Um, your romantic relationship above your other social connections. That does not mean, again, that you should cut everybody off. It just means that you want to make sure that you're taking the time to nurture that relationship, that that person doesn't feel neglected, that that person feels like you are spending time and energy with them, that you're considering how they want to be loved and showing up for them in that way. That also means that you are not allowing family or friends to make you think or behave negatively towards them. If you find any of this stuff happening in your relationship, it may be time to take a pause and think about what you really want. And if you want this relationship, and if you really truly believe this relationship is a good relationship for you, then you may need to change some of the things you're doing, your behaviors, your language, whatnot. Remember, that we deserve love and we deserve to be loved. How you receive love and how you give love is by making sure you're showing up and you're committing to this thing and that you're willing to do what it takes to build it. So it is work, you guys. It's not just waking up in the morning and it's just there. And there are days that you just wake up and it's easy, but there's days where it's work. 
So let's be willing to put the work into it just as much as we're willing to put the work into everything else in our life. Thank you for listening to this episode. Before you go though, can you do me a few little minor favors? Okay, so one, if you can rate the show on whatever platform you're using, that would be really cool. But you can also take it a step further and you can um, leave me a review. That would also be, that would completely make my day, let me tell you the truth. So let people know what you what you like about the show and what's working for you so that they can also um, try the show out for themselves. If you have family, friends, loved ones that could use some of this information, please share the show, uh, share it on your social media. You have complete permission to do that. I won't be mad at you. I actually will appreciate you a lot for doing that. So, uh, please share it with your friends and family, um, loved ones, whomever, I don't know, coworkers, share it with whoever. Uh, and if you're just more interested in finding out about me, um, and who I am or the podcast or what I do, check out my website, drdreawilson.com. You can also, of course, follow me on social media. I'm on IG at Dr. Drea Wilson, or you can follow the show at Healthy Black Love Podcast. Until the next time, I am Dr. Drea, and this has been Healthy Black Love.